Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maudie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are gonna live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal and we're gonna get after it starting right now. Okay, peeps, this is the part of the show that I get to give you a big old virtual hug and thank you for reviewing the podcast, my labor of love. These ratings and reviews seriously mean the world to me. This five-star iTunes review comes from Maggie Vogie. Maggie writes, I just finished the recent episode on self-care. That was excellent. Maudie, thank you for pushing us to challenge our tendencies to always be doing and competing. Thank you for teaching me to honor my feelings and intentionally create experiences and habits that enrich, invigorate, and improve my life. Maggie, thank you so, so much. I really, truly love sharing my personal growth stories for the reasons that you just listed. I can't begin to tell you how much your feedback means to me, so thank you. And I would love to hear what you think of the show. Leave a review wherever you are listening to this episode, and I will make sure to give you some love on a future episode. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. You are tuning in to episode 37, I believe, and this is a solo episode. You get me, uh, Maudie Wilner, your host, and I'm really excited to talk to you today because... You may have noticed, and you probably didn't notice, but I took about a two-week hiatus from the podcast, Um, was feeling really uncreative and feeling at a loss, and so I'm excited to share what's happened to me over the last couple weeks, and I talked about it in the last last week's episode about um, turning our anxiety into action. But after I recorded it, I realized something, something really, really important. And I wanted to share that with you. And this this important piece of information that I realized is that when we put ourselves first, when we start to really, really take care of us, everybody in our life benefits. You know, I know we hear that all the time. I know people always talk about self-care and taking care of yourself and putting your own oxygen mask on before everybody else's. But what does that really mean and look like in practice? And I feel fortunate enough to have this amazing real life experience that just happened that reiterates the truth of that statement. The truth that when we put ourselves first, the world reaps all the benefits. So let me tell you the story. It has to do with Feed the Front Lines. And I have to admit that that Feed the Front Lines and um, the GoFundMe that I created to collect funds to pay for meals for our frontline healthcare workers 
was kind of a selfish endeavor. And, and selfish is a hard word. I looked up the definition and it probably doesn't really fit, but it was um, for me. And uh, let me explain. As I mentioned, the two weeks prior, I had been feeling really, really helpless, like useless. And dare I say, on the Living on Purpose podcast, purposeless. Um, The quarantine had me really feeling trapped and in a creative slump. And as a writer and a coach and a blogger and a podcaster and a speaker, I thrive on my creativity. I thrive on my ideas. And when I get into a creative slump, it's almost like I start to panic. It's almost like that's when my anxiety is really triggered because I feel so off. Something is just so not normal with me that I kind of start to freak out a little bit. So that's the state that I was in two weeks ago. And I felt like I should be doing more. Like, something, anything. And I really hate that word should, but I I say that um, intentionally here because that's what I felt like. I felt like I should be doing something because I wasn't. I was in this huge, huge slump. And what I felt like I wanted to do was really to like step up for my community, for you guys, for the podcast, for my Living on Purpose Facebook group. I wanted to become a leader amidst the chaos. And I feel that I'm a true leader at heart. And so being in this sense of like slump or trapped or creative pit where there wasn't any, I didn't feel like a leader. I didn't feel like the leader that I wanted to be, that I have been in the past and that I quote unquote should be. And the thoughts that were swirling in my mind that I don't know if I'm alone in this, I doubt it, but how do I do all those things? How do I step up? How do I how do I show my leadership skills? How do I do something, anything in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of a quarantine? I can't and I don't want to leave my house, you know, with debilitating anxiety that's really been on my heart because that's where I feel it and in my throat was where I feel it as well and in this creative slump. I really just felt paralyzed. And so I did what coaches do in that situation is I call my coach. And I literally begged Elise for answers. You know, tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. I want to do something. And and as I mentioned before, we talked about ideas, right? I'm an ideas person uh, that I could just create another course, create a coaching package, offer free coaching, which, which I am doing, which I'm really excited about. What else did I, oh, a challenge. You know me, I love my 30-day challenges. But a 30-day challenge right now, I'm like living day to day. 30 days just seem like an eternity. And I, I just said, can you just tell me what to do? I don't know what to do. And Elise did what coaches do. She asked me question after question and eventually said, trust yourself. She said, trust yourself. And my internal dialogue at that point was like, fuck that coachy shit. Like she just did coachy, coachy shit all over me and I wasn't ready for it. But I hung up the call and I did the work. I wrote down the questions. I asked myself all of them and I dug deep for the answers and I did just trust myself and I trusted the universe. And a week later, Feed the Frontlines was born, the initiative to 
create a GoFundMe platform for people to donate so that we can buy them from the local restaurants and bring them to the local hospitals and respiratory clinics of my community. So being a quick start, once I had the idea that felt right, I was like, let's go. (laughs) And I started the GoFundMe. I talked to a handful of people like my sister and um, Kelsey Douglas with Douglas Marketing for some advice and help. And that's it. I was scared to launch this thing. It's really interesting because, as you know, I'm a coach. I ask for money from my clients all the time. I'm an insurance agent. I ask for money from my policyholders all the time. Asking for money has never been an issue for me until now. And I stalled. And I think that my main fear was because I had created this thing as a way to heal me, to cure my anxiety for the time being, to infuse creativity back into my life. This endeavor started off entirely for myself. Yes, I was going to show up for my community. Yes, I was going to show up as a leader. And would people see through the fact that I needed this for me just as much as the healthcare workers need the support just as much as the local small family-owned restaurant owners need the infusion of money just as much as the hundreds of people who had have shared the GoFundMe and contributed 10 20 50 dollars as a way for them to feel like they're supporting would people see through the fact that I needed it just for me it did it started as this selfish endeavor to crawl my way out of helplessness. And the crazy, crazy part, the magical part is that it has turned into so much more, right? So much more. And this is what happens when we put ourselves first. This is what happens when we put our own oxygen mask on before putting it on our babies and our loved ones and anybody else. This is what happens when we live on purpose. And I don't know about you, but right about now, I'm seeing loads of women putting everyone else before them. They're putting everyone else first. And until I realized that I started this Feed the Front Lines to heal myself, until I realized that Feed the Front Lines is helping so many, that's when my eyes were opened to seeing these women on on social media, on my, on my phone calls, um, putting everybody else first. You know, school. School for kids is coming before self-care. Meal planning for the week because, or the two weeks or three weeks, because we have to do that now, is coming before our relaxing glass of wine at the end of the night. Cleaning up after everyone because everyone is home all the time is coming before going on a walk or going on a run. And I get it. But I also believe, and based on the story I just shared, that if we can put ourselves first, Literally everybody else benefits. When we practice self-care on the daily, school becomes less stressful and, dare I say, even fun. (laughs) When we sip on a lovely glass of wine, which, 
Full disclosure, I'm doing right now, this Friday night, as I record this podcast, when we sip on our glass of wine, as we sit down and prep our meals for the week or weeks, when we sit down with our glass of wine and click on Instacart or however you're getting your groceries right now or to order your HelloFresh boxes, our bodies can begin to relax. When we just leave the house a mess and go out for that run or that walk, we come home energized, high from the exercise, and ready to collectively, with the monsters who made the mess, pick up after ourselves. You see, this is the magic of self-care. This is the magic of putting ourselves first. And so I implore you to set a plan, to create a plan, to begin to put yourself first this week, today, just today, start with one day, then do it tomorrow, then the next day. Ask for an accountability partner. Tell someone about this podcast and say, hey, this chick Maudie is telling me I need to put myself first and I'm feeling pretty worn out. I'm feeling pretty burnt out. I'm feeling like I'm at my wit's end. Will you be my accountability partner so that I dedicate maybe just 10 minutes a day to myself? I implore you to do that. I challenge you to do that and I challenge you to message me. And tell me about it because I could be there for you. Before we log off and hop off, I do want to share with you my top six keys to taking care of myself right now. Right now in the midst of this quarantine, in the midst of the pandemic, how am I taking care of myself? So here they are. Number one is exercise daily. Lately, you know, my bike rides have been a chance for me to catch up on trashy podcast thrillers. I'm listening to old school scandal podcast episodes. It is a way for me to get my mind off everything else when I hit the bike in the trails for even just 15 minutes. Uh, Other days I go on walks and that's a time for me to call a bestie and it's an opportunity for us to vent or laugh, or cry, and just be together. It's my yoga um, practice has been another way to practice meditation as well. And so my tip number one is to exercise daily. Tip number two is to continue if you already have a morning practice or to start a morning practice. I believe that this is the number one best way to start your day. For me, I read and I journal and I meditate every single morning. And sometimes, ladies, it's only five minutes. Like literally, sometimes I read for a few minutes. I close my eyes and take five deep breaths. That's my meditation. And then I write down like five things that I'm grateful for and that's it. And then I pop up and start my day. But my morning practice is a way for me to take control of my day before the day takes control of me. So tip number two is morning practice. Tip number three is sleep. And I wasn't sure if I should put this one in here because sleep has been hard for me. For the last two months, sleep has been a struggle in my life. I've allowed myself on nights that I can't fall asleep till after one o'clock to sleep in when I can. I do believe that good night's sleep is a key to our health and our self-care and foundation. I know that when I wake up with... When I didn't get my eight hours, um, I'm not my best self. And I'm definitely not my best self for the people who need me and love me. 
Since I have been having trouble sleep, though, I wanted to let you know what I've been using to help. And I used to use melatonin in the past, but it gives me really funky dreams. So I'm like not digging melatonin right now. But I did recently pay for and download the meditation app Headspace. And they have really cool sleep options. I'm actually using um, this wind down with my nine-year-old right now each night to wind down from the day, relax our bodies. Um, On the Headspace app, it actually has other options features uh, about like falling back asleep if you are waking up in the middle of the night and having trouble going back to sleep. But my tip number three to taking care of yourself is sleep. Tip number four is community. Right now, especially right now, I believe that creating or having or maintaining or fostering a solid community of like-minded women for me, is key to taking care of myself. I need women in my life right now. And the interesting part about this that I've realized after writing this out and thinking about what I was going to talk about today is that the communities in the pockets of women who have really risen to the top during this time aren't normal ones, aren't the ones that I see on the daily, and that's okay. So what I'm relying on right now is the women in my private Living on Purpose Facebook group. I feel that that group is a space for positive women to show up, ask for help, and feel like we're in this together. Um, There's also another amazing community, a She Leads Me community up in Bellingham that's putting on some really cool virtual events that I have tapped into. I started hosting Zoom meetings weekly with different groups of friends. And these groups are ones that I haven't done this with ever. My old college buddies, I reached out to them and I'm like, hey ladies, I miss you and I could use a weekly happy hour um, with my Gonzaga crew. And now we have it four o'clock every Saturday. We hop on Zoom. I also reached out to my female cousins. Some of these women who I love and adore, I haven't talked to in years. Social media has made it really easy for me to feel like I'm connected with my family, although I'm really not. And so now every Thursday, I believe it's Thursday, my cousins and I hop on a Zoom. I'm doing with other this with other pockets of women and setting up a Zoom call is really easy. I'm sure you know how to do it by this point. But if you're feeling a lack of connection, please don't hesitate to set up a virtual book club, set up a virtual happy hour, ask for what you need from the community of women who you know, like, and trust, and can fulfill that sense of connection that we're all kind of craving right now. Tip number five is to limit the social media slash news. And I realized this one right away. And I realized this one the hard way. A couple weeks ago when I was in the pits, (laughs) I realized that uh, watching Rachel Maddow every night was not doing it for me when it came to anxiety that night and the next morning. So when I realized that my phone and the news had really taken over my life and was wreaking havoc on my anxiety, I was like, all right, time to slow my roll. So I've started to monitor my screen time, knowing full well that I have way more screen time than normal, but I am monitoring it. And you know what I'm also doing when it comes to the social? I am unfollowing and defriending with like reckless abandon right now. 
it is so important to protect and own your input. Input is news, social, friends, who you kick it with, who you talk to on the phone. It is your responsibility to protect what's coming into your mind and into your life and now more than ever. So that's tip number five. My last tip. I think this one's my favorite. I right now am allowing myself to suck. (laughs) Like I'm allowing myself to not be amazing all the time. Uh, My favorite, one of my faves, Brene Brown, uh, she has a new podcast called, ooh, I'm going to have to put it in the show notes because it's so good and I can't think of it right now. But one of her first episodes, she talks about FFTs and what her FFTs stand for are fucking first times. And right now, we are FFTing all over the place. We are having first times for so many things. And I don't know about you, but when I do something for the first time, it's usually not that great, right? Like recording my podcast for the first time wasn't that amazing. Uh, When I hosted my first Living on Purpose dinner, it was like, ah. okay but it was my first time right and I was gonna get better and better uh so right now like it's our first time in a quarantine it's our first time living in the midst of a worldwide pandemic first time teaching my kids first time being around my husband 100% of the time all day every day because you know he's a pilot and normally he's gone so I'm FFT I'm having fucking first times all day, every day. And so what I'm doing is I'm giving myself room to suck. I'm giving myself the grace to not be perfect. I'm giving myself the permission to have a rough day, to not do it right, to not be perfect. These are hard times. These are really hard times. And the last person that I need to be hard on right now is myself. And so that's my last tip. Take it easy on you. Give yourself permission to not be perfect. Those are my six tips, my top keys to taking care of myself. And maybe if just one or two resonated, I dare you, challenge you, encourage you to put them into practice ASAP. I love each and every one of you. I am thinking about you. I am with you. Take care of yourself. Put yourself first. Sis, I promise everyone else will benefit. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Have an amazing, amazing day. Stay safe and always keep living on purpose. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you love this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time, always keep living on purpose.